American songwriter. We had the opportunity to talk to Dolo tonight over Zoom video. Dolo was absolutely amazing. So much energy. Uh, he talked to us about where he grew up and how he got into music. He talks about recently signing with Asylum Records and putting out his current project, Back to Earth. But what's really crazy is he released a song called Zoom with an amazing video. But he releases the song like literally a couple weeks before the pandemic hit. So when everyone was trying to get used to Zoom and figuring out what this Zoom is and they're Googling it, his music video was like the first thing that came up. So people were so people were clicking on it, and obviously it was a dope video, and it just received all this amazing attention. He obviously follows it up with a killer EP, Back to Earth, which also has a a cartoon YouTube series attached to it, where he goes up to space and comes back down. He talks all about that. He even tells us about how he went to school to be a food scientist. He kind of explains what that was. He wanted to create different soda flavors, I believe it was. <laughs> but he, he's an amazing guy, an amazing interview. So make sure to check out the video. It's up on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be rad if you like and subscribe to our channel. And again, like our Facebook page at Bringing It Backwards. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Dolo tonight. Cool, man, dude. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course, man. Thanks for having me. This is yeah. dope. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so this podcast is all about you, man, and your your journey in music and how you got to where you are now. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Um, I, I, was, I did read you're from Jersey. Is that is that true? Born and raised in... Right yeah, in I'm from uh, central New Jersey in a small town called Wachung. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then uh, more recently, I moved out to L.A., but I've been all over the place. I've been in Maine for a little. I've been in Colorado for a little. So I'm a, I am travel all around the place. <laughs> right on. Right on. I, I saw also that you're from like a creative household, a musical family or no. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, did my, did everything just cut out. Am I good? You can just see for me? a second. Yeah, I got, you're there. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I grew up in a household where uh, everyone always encouraged like music and just, you know, being creative. My mom's an artist. Uh, That's awesome. And uh, yeah, she's always like drawing or painting or designing. She actually does all my merch, which is oh, cool. Does she? Oh, that was, uh, that's so rad. I was wondering about that. If, if with, yeah, with so an artistic mother, so that much. must make it easier to get, uh, get somebody to do your artwork. Yeah, dude, she uh, she did the um, the Dolo Tonight logo and she's done the shirts and the backpacks and the beanbags um, and all my early cover art. Uh, she does. And she always she's she just hypes. She just like sits at her computer all day. And she's like, oh, I, I came up with an idea. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that is so rad. That's so yeah. sick. Very cool. OK, so what, how did you get into music? Obviously from your parents or like. No, um, I kind of like just picked it up I, I think that like it was really early on i remember that my parents went out to dinner one night and we had a babysitter come through and they um they gave me this like yamaha um like four pad drum kit and i was hitting it with my knuckles and my knuckles were like completely raw and by the end of the night my parents came home and they were like are you good? Like what happened? <laughs> and my babysitter was like yo he's just like super into this uh drum pad that i gave him um, and then like pretty much right after that, uh, my parents got me a real drum set. So I was, uh, 
playing the drums, uh, like evolved to a real drum set. And then I was in jazz band in middle school and high school and just like freestyling, rapping at lunch and just like getting as much involved. Like doing like the small little shows at like the firehouse and like whatever local place I could pull up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So drums are your first instrument. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Drums are definitely my first instrument. How old um, were you? I, just, you I have like I'm horrible ADD, so it was super easy for me to just like pick up something and just snap <laughs> stuff. Like that's the perfect instrument. I was gonna say my my four year old son. I bought a. That, it's funny that you say that because my four year old son has so much energy. It's like out of control. Like I could have him run outside and do laps for like two hours. He'll still come in and be like ready to mm-hmm. go. So during quarantine, when quarantine first started, we bought him an electric kit. Just so I'm like go bang on this <laughs> so it's over dude it's too late you already started him yeah so hopefully he'll be in your position <laughs> one day we'll see yeah no i i definitely hear that I, I imagine so it's uh it's definitely an addicting instrument to play uh especially like i used to just like drum along to my favorite songs which mm-hmm. is just like makes it that much more fun so sure sure yeah. but i had a uh I had the worst drum teacher in middle school. Like I had an independent drum teacher outside of school, but right in school, I had this Cruella de Vil. Like <laughs> he was just drilling it in, man. Like it was not fun, but, but she definitely taught me what I needed to know to like get going and, um, you know, shout her out. I, I don't even really remember her name. I don't know if I would say it if I did, but <laughs> don't give her that kind of credit. Yeah. She was Corella DeVille, man. She was like, every, she's like, you need to practice your rudiments when you're watching TV. Like she was just like, <laughs> oh, so, so March, marching band. Yeah. Marching okay. band and jazz, jazz band, just like everything that I could be in pretty much. Wow. Wow. When did you start like playing with, I mean, middle school, that's young. Like you must've been pretty good, obviously to even into middle school, if you're banging around on the, the kid as a, as a little kid, right? I mean, yeah, when, did you, sure. when did you get uh-huh. the, the drum kit, the actual kit or the actual more of a upgraded setup? Yeah. I finally got like a real, real setup. I would say like sometime in middle school, like oh, probably, okay. um, yeah, because I used to just have this like little uh, like jazz kit. And then like I just started getting cymbals and buying everything I could. And and then uh, eventually it just kind of turned into just making songs in general. And it wasn't even drums anymore. And it was just like writing songs and writing raps. And I remember like weirdly, the first song I wrote was like right when my cat had died. But it like wasn't about that at all. Okay. <laughs> and my dad had found the song. And like, I was super into Eminem at the time. And <laughs> there was like kind of disturbing lyrics. Oh, I'm because, sure. Like, of course. I was so into Eminem. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was like, you know, copying that type of style. Um, and my dad was like, we were like out to Chinese food. He's like, are you okay? Like, is, I just want to make sure like that you're dealing with this okay. And I was like, no, it's not about that. Like, it's not about that at all. But that <laughs> was like the about weird- the cat. <laughs> yeah. The first the one of the first memories I have just about writing a song was like around that time on that day, but it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's interesting. How are you recording the songs? Uh, I was recording voice notes on my like Android phone and just like putting them on SoundCloud. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right to SoundCloud. Back then there was a record, <laughs> like put it right on. So I would just like say no. Edits. <laughs> just- it's like, I think it's like user four, five, five, seven, three, three, something like two uh, more numbers. And uh-huh. all of my 
old stuff is on there. So if anyone listening to this one, oh to man, now you know so many people are going to be all day hitting in those last two numbers trying to figure it out. Well, one, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's funny. Wow, I didn't even realize you could do that straight up to SoundCloud. Yeah. So, back um, where you were just all of voice notes, and so it was just like acapella. I would play stuff off like my laptop and have the beat going in the background and have my phone here. Like, and then I, <laughs> oh, wow. I was on like audacity. Like, okay, which yeah, is this, yeah. oh man, bro. Yeah. Like the, I was, the free, I, the free program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like thinking I was dope. Uh, my brother was also into music and he had uh, a mic cause he wanted to go to college to be an engineer. Okay. Up doing finance, which is totally different. <laughs> uh, but he had like a small setup. So I took his uh, preamp and his mic and I was just like, eventually it turned into a little smaller setup. And then we started going to different studios locally, like just in the middle of nowhere. Like it went, like we used to record in the back of a church. Like oh, <laughs> wow, the church let this dude record, like stay for free and record his music for free there. So we used to record there um, all in every closet in New Jersey, <laughs> like probably <everyone laughs> in every closet in New Jersey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing, yeah. man. So when, when did you start uh, kind of gaining traction? like, when, when does Dolo Tonight begin? And like, how far down in your journey does that start? Yeah. Um, I would say like sometime in high school, uh, like my friends call me Dolo just cause like I always do my own thing. Like, I'll be at a party with them and then I'll just like be gone. And they'll be like, where did he go? And they'll be like, oh, no, he's Dolo. That's just like kind of how it's been. So that name had stuck on for a while. Um, and then Dolo Tonight came because I just wanted like something that really felt like a movement and just like a, a feeling as a name. So I okay. picked that or, like after kind of being deemed it. Um, and then, yeah, I started dropping stuff on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, everywhere I could um while like simultaneously going to college and then it kind of just like started working for no reason <laughs> or maybe yeah. for a reason but who knows? <laughs> maybe because you have uh, quite a bit of talent maybe that had something to do with it <laughs> yeah yeah and around that similar time i had met um my engineer michael ashby who i've recorded with and we really like figured out my sound and just locked into like you know figuring out my artistry and just like what i wanted to sound like and and i had really put together these songs that I wanted to put out. Uh, so I put them out and they started going. Um, yeah. And then I ended up, uh, I was in college for food science at the time, weirdly enough. I wanted to be a, a flavorist, which is someone who like decides what like gets to make up soft drink flavors. Like it would have been super cool. Oh, but- that's rad. I've never <laughs> even heard of that. A food yeah, science, a food uh, science. Yeah. And quick sidebar, I actually figured out that I wanted to do that because I was in like class in high school and they were like, pick a job. Like, so I just went on like weirdest jobs ever. And I thought <laughs> that that was a real job. So I was like, yo, that actually sounds kind of dope. Like I love cooking. I love food. Like I have my own cookbook out. Um, and uh, do you yeah. really? Yeah, I do. No way. That's- <laughs> Dolo's Tasty Tidbits. It's on like I- Amazon. Really? I'm looking it up right after this. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I wanted to be a flavorist because um, I just thought it was dope and kind of so cool. Rad. But then uh, I ended up like calling my mom like late night and I was like, yo, like I hate this. I have to take all these chemistry classes. I have to take all these math classes. I'm like, I'm good at school, but not like that. Right, um, right. 
so she's like, oh yeah, like it seems like you've been putting so much effort into music. Like, why don't you just like go to school for music? And I was like, oh, you're cool with that? She was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like do that. They're like, like, wait, so I don't have to like do some academic job? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have to like eat a cubicle. Um, and then uh, I ended up dropping out and going to, so I was in Maine at the time. And then I moved okay. to Colorado and went to school for music entertainment industry studies. Uh, so I took all these music classes and sure, did sure. Uh, like touring and booking and all the different stuff, uh, the piano and singing. And then again, I was like, yo, you know, actually at that time I had dropped a song on Spotify and it was like starting to go uh -huh. like really go. Was um, that Pink Lemonade? No, that was uh, Zoom at the time. Oh, Zoom. Okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And actually, actually, no, that was, I think that was too hot. No, rewind. That was too high. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so I had, and that was like one of the first like real songs I put out. Um, and I was like, yo, I feel like I could be in class learning about touring or I could just like go on tour. So sure. again, like I talked to my professor who was like a big fan of mine and he was like, at the, it's crazy because he was actually, um, had been in a band and had been like signed to a major label and toured around the world and done Jimmy Fallon and you know, everything. And then came back to teach. Um, so at the time he was like, yo, like my junior year of college, my professor told me drop out, do music full time. So who would I be if I didn't tell you to do that? Uh -huh. So I called my mom again and my dad. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I'm dropping out. <laughs> so I dropped out and went back to New York um, okay. and I just hit the streets and started freestyling off a whiteboard. There's still videos up on YouTube today of like, just you write, I'll rap. So I would have people write down words and I would just freestyle them on the spot on the street, which actually oh. randomly got so many random like connections of people that I still like know and love today. <laughs> like, which is That's cool. interesting. It, well, which even ties back to like the Eminem stuff. Cause there's like early, early, I don't know if you can still find him online, but there's like this thing where he would just start going and then somebody would shout a word out and he would just throw it into the sentence. And it's like this, I think like a 15, 20 minute long, like, verse that he does yeah. just off words that people are throwing out at him yeah that's that's definitely something that me and my friends had always been doing was just okay. like freestyling in my house or after school or just like at lunch just sure you know, throwing words back and forth like in my old broken down honda just like in a circle <laughs> um, so yeah i uh i ended up just like going to i was like i just want to do something that's just sure. like on the street level at least like if i can't you know get on a real tour i'm just gonna go around so um, yeah, I, I met so many dope people doing that. Like who I said, again, are just like still like really good friends of mine today. Like this one dude, free art, just like this fashion guy that recently, like we just linked up and like, I rode on top of a bus on his bus that he painted. It was a whole thing, you know? was, like, Whoa. but it's just like crazy that like years later, like those, those early days of just like going to New York and hitting the streets. And like talking to people really like turn into like these valuable relationships in my life, which is really cool. Sure. That is amazing. That is really mm -hmm. amazing. So once you got like too high, you say you put up online and, and it starts doing really well. Um, and at this point, your professor says this, obviously this is working for you. You should, you should, uh, you know, pursue this. Like, how do you, how, what's the next step? I mean, you go to New York and you're, and you're trying to make these connections, but how do you, how do you take it to the next level? Yeah. Um, I ended up just, I kept, kept at it dude that's sure. like the main thing um and just created more songs created some videos 
um, I ended up putting a, just everything I could out into the space, more videos on YouTube, more songs on Spotify. Um, and then I dropped Zoom, mm-hmm. which was like a, a video that I, I had this idea that I just wanted to like go to space in a video. It's the <laughs> childhood feeling of like, oh, I wish, you know, when you could get into a cardboard box and be like, oh yeah, like I'm in space. Sure. Create that. So I put it up on YouTube and it just so happened that um, this was like at the, that recently at the start of quarantine, not recently, but, and everyone was typing zoom into YouTube because of zoom calls. So, oh, wow. So, so out of nowhere, it just, and it was the top result if you typed in zoom. So all of a sudden it just starts moving and it was crazy. Like I was getting talked to by record labels and people were hitting me up and it was just like, yo, the comments <laughs> were coming in like faster than I, me and my friend were sitting there. And I, that's like at the moment I knew like it was bigger than me at that point. Cause it was uh-huh. like, I couldn't respond. I respond to all my comments and I couldn't respond fast enough. Cause it was like one a second, like just going in. And I was like, yo, help me. Whoa. Yeah, that was really the tipping point. That's like what so- I've done. Wow. Okay. So you put that song out right as quarantine, right before it hit? Yeah, right before. Like, I think I put it out two weeks before everyone, like, stopped doing everything. And then the second, like, Zoom calls happened, like, it just (laughs) went. And I was like, yo, like, this is crazy. Oh, my gosh. That is nuts. Well, speaking on the the responding to every, every comment, which I think is so awesome and I love that hear artists that do that. Cause that, I mean, even when I comment on something on Instagram and the, the person even just likes it, it's like, wow, they acknowledged mm-hmm. this person that I really respect acknowledges something that even if I just put like some fire, you know, emoji or whatever. I mean, I just think it's so cool that, that, that there are artists that do that, but mm-hmm. I love that you have text me cool stuff and you have like a texting number <laughs> on yeah. your Instagram. Yeah. What, cool stuff to people text is to get weird. And like, how did, how do you even keep up with not only your Instagram and, and I'm sure all your other social media platforms, but with this text line that you have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, people definitely text me weird stuff. Like <laughs> me, pictures of me, like, oh, really? but, like edited really weird with like tiny head and stuff. Like, People definitely uh, like really weird stuff, um, but I love it. I think that's dope. Um, like I encourage people to meme me out as far as like my fan base. Like if you want to like take a picture of me, deep fry it and send it to me, like <laughs> that'll probably make my day. So that's so it's, cool. It's, but uh, to answer the rest of the question, I, it's like, it's not really that hard to um, like keep up with all the different social channels. Cause I kind of like putting my life out there. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like it's cool to be able to share what I'm doing with people, but at times it's definitely hard to be like, all right, now I got to post to this. And now I got to put this up. And now I got to do There's it's a like job, so man. Many. I mean, it, it is. Yeah. I wish there was like a one place where you could just like put one up and it just like shoots out. But <laughs> I guess the other thing is like each platform kind of has its own type of content. So it's sure. not like one and done and put the same picture on every single channel. And yeah, cause they had like Hootsuite and, and programs that did it in the beginning, mm-hmm. but it was like when it was basically like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it was like, you could push the same picture or little thing, <laughs> yeah. but now it's like Instagram's like evolved into this totally different thing. And now you have stories and then you have TikTok, which is a whole nother world. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's, it's not this, it's not as easy as, make one thing and post it everywhere. It's yeah. like you have to be creative on 
so yeah. many and different all platforms. All the communities are different. Like my YouTube heads are way different than like my IG followers. Like sure. my YouTube people are just like crazy and like funny and just like wild. And like IG people are like really nice and sweet and sincere. So it's, I mean, everyone is this kind of the same, but it's different. Like they materialize in different facets of like where you're putting up this content because of what you've put on a certain place. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a whole trend. Thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I want to go back to this song with the song zoom. And so this takes off and you have mm-hmm. no, I mean, you were just doing it independently at this point. Correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, these labels are reaching out to you. That must've been what a wild moment. Talk to me about yeah. that. Definitely a trip. Um, I had a couple of labels reach out to me just like, Hey man, like we, we saw zoom or whatever. <laughs> um, I was super hyped. And then, um, my, my one homie Cody ends up calling me and he's like, yo, um, I, I really like what you put out. Um, I want to sign you to asylum records. I'm going to show you to my boss. And I was like, what? <laughs> like I was actually down the shore when he told me, and I was like on the toilet, like answering this text. <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> I was like, yo, like, good thing I'm on the toilet right now. Like, because you know? <laughs> um, I would have just, <laughs> yeah, it would have been done right there. But uh, yeah, so, oh my yeah, God. crazily enough, yeah, he ended up sending, like, I had, at this point, I had already been working on like a full EP. Like, I had six songs done that I had like really put a lot of effort into and just like, I think everything had lined up to where it wasn't just like, oh, I put out a single and now like, what am I going to do? I had had like the idea for the project and my concept and these visuals and like plans to get videos in. And, you know, it was pretty much finalized at the point that they had like been ready to go. Um, Okay. That's interesting because I, I've, I've spoke to artists um, or, you know, over the course of the last couple of years that have had a moment like you were saying where you put a song up. I mean, it wasn't like, Oh, I'm just gonna, I've never done a song before and I'm going to put it up and then it becomes this thing. But like, you obviously have been grinding and then you kind of hit this wave of mm-hmm. something that had happened. But then I've talked to people that have, that have done that. And then it's like, okay, now what? I only had that one thing <laughs> yeah. going. Now they want me to put a record out and it's like scramble time. But yeah, you, ha- you already had this EP you just released. Like it was already kind of a thing or it was already mm-hmm. ready. Like, tell me about it the was, EP. It was like pretty much done because I had like when Zoom came out, quarantine happened. And like, luckily, my engineer was still able to record me. We had like he had shut down certain parts of the studio to be able to have like select people come through. And just like we were keeping it as good as we could during COVID. Mm-hmm. But I had already been writing songs like crazy because I'm like, yo, what am I going to do? I'm just inside all day. Um, so I had just been like DMing people on Instagram and SoundCloud and like trying to get beats sent through and everything like that. And then eventually I had just had it all kind of finished and it was like ready to go in front of me. So at that point, um, yeah, I just, uh, had it almost done. It just needed like some small mixing and small different parts. Um, yeah. And it was ready to go. So when, when the time they were like, Oh, what else do you have? You know, right. When they wanted to figure out what to do. Um, I was like, yo, I have this whole thing done. So he, my, my homie ended up showing it to his boss. And then they signed me, like, I think about two weeks later, which was crazy. Oh, wow. So it was kind of a no-brainer to go with Asylum, I would think, for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, like, they're, they just had, like, a really nice team off the bat. And I had talked to other people, and it just didn't feel as good to me. And mm-hmm. and also, like, I've known Cody, my A&R, for a while. Yeah. So when he finally came out to me and was like, yo, it's time to go. Like, I, I heard what you did, and I see, like, I think you're at the point where it's it makes sense. 
it was just a no brainer. I was like, Oh word, like let's run it. Like that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you signed the, you signed the deal. You have the songs. Did you have the songs recorded already? Yeah. I had the songs recorded. So, it was okay, like, so you- oh, at that point it was just like planning, putting it out, executing, getting videos made, doing more okay. content. So it actually gave me a lot of time to focus on like other content. Like we did a little animated series and we did all sorts of extra stuff that I could just not originally do if I had to just crunch time on songs. So we got really cool details of the project and make it all kind of tie in and make sense, which is really, really cool. That's awesome. Okay. So that's what where the cartoon network, because I was reading your little bio and he says, Bill Nye meets cartoon network meets rapper, which I get the Bill Nye thing because it was like, you wanted to go to school for, you know, you were going to school for, what was it, food? Was, I can't even remember. Food science, yeah. Food science, which to me, when you talk about making soda, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, I used to like, you know, I don't even know, maybe I'm dating myself with like suicide soda where you'd go and fill up. Do you know what I'm talking about? You, you take the cup and you fill up every, oh, all use, the every soda into one cup and that would be that you drink that. Yeah. So I remember kids that would do that. So I didn't know if you were like, and then I went into Sprite with uh, Pepsi and this, and that's how I kind of got this idea to be do that. But that wasn't obviously the route. But <laughs> yeah, no, um, you're in you're into cool. science, and then obviously the rapping and 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 the songwriting. But tell me about the 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 cartoon and the animation ideas behind the 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 visuals you put together for the record. Yeah, like I just I really love cartoons, and just like I grew up watching Cartoon Network, and I think like a lot of my music gives the same kind of happy feeling that Mm -hmm. just watching Cartoon Network might give you. So um, I just found like all the cool animators that I could. And I was like, yo, let's make this series. Um, So it's coming out soon. It's not out yet, but it's like uh, on YouTube. And at the end of every video, you get to choose your path. So it's kind of like those. uh, Oh, yeah. Like where you would flip to page 43, but instead it's through YouTube. So choose this video to, you know, open the door, choose this video to, go back and escape from the aliens or, you know, whatever it is going to be. But uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I've, so I've yeah. seen, a, I, I remember that. I remember that with books. Like it would be mm-hmm. like, okay, do you want to, you know, turn to page 35 to continue this story? And then you, it'd give you an opportunity to reread it and kind of try to take every little pathway. Mm-hmm. And they've done that with like Netflix shows too. I've, yeah. I've they, they did it with, uh, uh, what was it called? It was, uh, they, I think they did it with Black Bandersnatch. Oh yeah, and they did it with uh, <laughs> Captain Underpants. <laughs> I just Yo, know. Captain Underpants was lit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had the choose your own ending. So it's gonna. So I so, used to flip the, they used to have the flip back and forth pages where you could make like a uh, a little moving character on Captain Underpants. Like it'd be like, and he would oh, like. Oh really? Move, so turn into like one of the things where he was actually moving it was really yeah. cool. Oh, He's, that's like, awesome. Yeah, that's so awesome. Okay, so the so the series isn't isn't fully out no no it's not out yet no okay okay that that's awesome that's really exciting do you have a like is it done and you kind of know yeah. okay oh, it's done it's done. okay it's I'm, done. A, I'm i'm like slowly supplying things out because i still have so much stuff that we haven't put out yet so i just want to like make sure that everything gets its own time to have a reception i don't want to just like dump people with stuff like right immediately so and is I it think- a song per video, like for the uh, off the EP, so it's like six videos, or like, yes, how, it's kind of like how's that. this gonna work? Like, yeah, the songs are included in the videos, so it's like some of them are synced to music, some of them are just like talking scenes. Um, 
but the basic plot is like i get abducted by aliens and i have to get back to earth and then okay it's just like a whole you know thing in between there because the ep is called back to earth so sure it sure it makes sense i love that i love that i can't wait to see it that's so cool um yeah. what about performing the record i mean you you get signed to to asylum which is a part of you know mourner records huge label um you get to put out this ep but this is all happening while we're quarantined right yeah. i mean was is that weird to you like oh man it's super weird like <laughs> i you know i imagine that normally it'd be like a tour situation or there's so many things that could happen if it wasn't quarantine but like i said before you know those relationships that i had made from you know just you write i'll rap the new york freestyle thing i met this guy free he ended up uh being part of this thing called the hoop bus which is okay. a black lives matter bus that kind of travels you know, coast to coast. It's, it's a huge thing now. Like Michelle Obama had reached out to them. It, it, you know, wow. it's really a movement. Um, so, and he like, you know, painted the whole bus and it's, it's a mural and, and they, they build basketball courts, you know, back and forth across the U.S. Uh -huh. So cool enough, he hit me up. He's like, yo, it'd be great if you could like climb on top and perform your EP up and down Melrose. So we just did that, and there's going to be a video coming out soon. So I did get my wow. little chance to perform. Yeah, so that I was is on top so of the bus, sick. like screaming the songs at everyone at round two, and like on uh, on Melrose and Fairfax, and so on and so forth. Wow. So the so the bus just cru so, oh wow. So you just got to cruise around L.A. and and, <laughs> yeah. and just play your whole record. Yeah, it was really cool. Really was cool. it like strategically like did the, with the bus? Is that like do you do people know like okay, it's going to be cruising down? Yeah, Melrose on this day at this time. Yeah, yeah. We had put flyers up on my Instagram and my stories like, yo, I'm going to be at this stop at this time. It was really cool, dude. Like people showed up. It was just yeah, great. that yeah. is awesome. And then it was a really good reception, especially because it's just this huge 40 foot bus <laughs> decked out in art. And I'm just like running on top of it back and forth with a speaker and a mic. And it was just great, dude. It was so that cool. is so cool. And I'm, I'm, I love that you guys were able to kind of capture that as far as yeah. visually. And I, I really want to see the video. That is oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. It's sick. We, we had this uh, really great videographer who's like, I, I've rarely seen footage that looks that. It's just so good. He's just so good at what he does. So I was like, man. I even called him after. I was like, yo, like, I just watched the video. That's so crazy. You're so good at what you do. Like, how do we do more stuff? <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. love that. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you've got a lot. You've been able to take care of a lot of things as far as like visually and, and kind of really being creative outside of just writing music. I mean, <laughs> right to, to kind of push this record out, you've got the, the cartoon series. You, you were able to do this, this bus performance and that video. Are you... Mm. Are you working on anything new as far as music goes? Why? Or, or, yeah, like, yeah. or has it all just been kind of like focused on the visuals to what you've already wrote yeah no it's it's both it's both it's uh i'm still actively like promoting back to earth and making sure that it's received but at the same time like i'm writing new songs all the time and i'm, I'm about to go out to maryland to record some songs with my friend sensu i'm about to uh go to new york to record my homie ashby just like setting up camps and writing and you know, making sure that we can get this next project done too. Cause it's, it's a never ending thing. Like, you know, maybe when the next people call up, I'll have a new one done the <laughs> same kind of way. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it, dude. Thank you so much for talking with me today too, uh, John. I appreciate it, man. Um, of course, I, so much. Yeah. I have one more question for you. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. 
Cool. I was actually anticipating this because I, <laughs> I, I knew it was about, you know, the whole career thing. But uh, it's kind of the same when every time anyone asks me this, um, just keep doing it. That's it. Like, if you just do it every day, you could be horrible at making music or like actually like an awful singer or songwriter or whatever you are. But if you just do it every day, like you will be good. Like, it's really not even a talent based thing all the time. It's an effort based thing. So just putting into your craft and also like, yeah, on the craft side, like you will get better. Like I used to be horrible. Like I used to not be able to do anything. So yeah, it's just like if you wake up every day and you just commit time and energy into your career, that's all it takes. You will, something will happen at some point eventually. And it's also content based. Just like the more content you can put out, the more shots, it's like the lottery. Like the more shots you have at winning something and one of them going well and going received. Like if you post 50 TikTok videos a day, obviously not saying to do that, but one of them is going to go eventually if you just keep putting out music like something's going to take off and catch and it just gives you more opportunity so that's that's the advice